Welcome to the Tales by Bob podcast. We're fans of the words, worlds, weirdness of Bob Magoo. That's me. You can hear the anecdotes, deep cuts, and behind-the-scenes madness of all my many projects. Alright, as always, I'm Bob of Tales by Bob. And this is my Dragon Con recap episode. So, uh, I'm recording this not long after Dragon Con. It's going to actually air, you know, I don't know, some point after. Um, well, we'll, we will see at what point it airs. Uh, it could be a week after. It could be three weeks after. Who knows? It'll depend on how I'm feeling when I get to the point where I actually upload this. Um, long story short, it was amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, it was my first time... Uh, as what I'm calling an attending foe. Um, so for those who don't know, if you apply to be a guest at Dragon Con, there's kind of two categories. You can, If you're a big name, like if you're Jim Butcher, you apply to be a guest. And those people, basically Dragon Con, either pay, like I don't know to what degree, I don't know the details, but they, I think some of them, they pay to be there. Um, but I think all the guests get a room. Um, that's like that's that's the deal well i'm definitely not uh, a big enough name to justify that by any stretch of the imagination but uh i felt like i was a big enough name to apply to be an attending pro and what an attending pro means is you are not a big name but you either are a small name or you have qualifications that uh, you're some sort of like maybe technical expert or maybe you're a scientist and you want to do you want to be an attending pro on the science track you know you're not someone that people know your name necessarily but you have the skill set that yes you can be a attending professional on the science track I applied for that didn't get it um, <laughs> because you know it, 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 fuck my life um, so uh, I called myself an attending foe uh, because uh, it took me a little bit to kind of realize this, but even though I was not a, an attending pro, I hung out with primarily attending pros all weekend. And I actually had one, Patrick Duggan, which is my first time getting to hang out with him at length, and that was just an amazing experience. Um, basically, me and him were kind of doing the same things all weekend. He was an attending pro. Um, you know, he did signings, I did signings. He did six panels, I did six panels, which was my most panels at any event ever. Um, and also it was a goal of mine. You know, I had set out last year after Dragon Con, I said, my goal is a success marker for me will be, I will know I'm slightly more successful than I was when I can, you know, my goal is six panels at Dragon Con. And I got it. So I thought it would, uh, you know, I hoped that it would, this would be the year, but I was thinking, uh, it may take a couple years to get there. So I was really excited by that. Um, but basically, you know, it was kind of surreal for me to realize and have people basically express to me, is like, no, Bob, like you, like, yes, you are not an actual attending pro, but essentially you are, you know? Um, and so that was kind of like, when you're in the trenches, a lot of times it's hard to see your own growth, I guess. And it wasn't until people like pointed out, I was like, no, Bob, like you're doing really good. Like you're, you're doing all the things you need to be doing. That was cool. I don't know. Trying not to suck myself off too much on this podcast, but it, that was just really neat. Okay. Anyway, so let's break down the numbers. Um, so first off, uh, 
I was a vendor here. Uh, my buddy Ben Meeks, who y'all have heard me, like, go buy it. Like, seriously, like, if you listen to this and you have not bought his books at this point, like, why? Like, they're really good. And he's my boy. Go buy them. Go buy mine first, but then go buy his. Anyway, he has done the thing where he has organized uh, what's called Side Street Book Market. And basically, it's something that he's been kind of doing slowly in the background, but this was the first time to really like get out there and do it. And what it is, is he handles all the business side of it, or his wife does, and uh, it's basically a, a mobile book market where a bunch of authors can sell their books through him, and he takes a percentage. So, And this was the first the first real go of it. Um, so I knew, so there's, I want to say it was, there was either 22 or 24 of us that were in there. So obviously me and Ben had our books in there. Um, few friends, Sarah J. Sover had hers, George Weinstein, uh, Kim Conray. Uh, those two I knew, know from the Atlanta self-publishing convention, which was a great experience. Uh, Vanessa Gunta, um, who longtime friend, uh, assistant, writing track director uh, for Dragon Con, Richard Fierce, who I met at Con Carolinas. I forgot to mention that. I, well, to be fair, I only got to meet him as we were tearing down on the last day at Con Carolinas, so it's not like we hung out, but it was good to meet him. Um, and Bobby Nash, who's... Uh, Bobby Nash and Jim Hartness are kind of my, my mentors, even though I don't think that they would say that they are. I, I view them as my mentors. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway... Um, those were the ones I knew kind of ahead of time, and I, I met some uh, during this and had a good time. Anyway, so how did sales go? Um, so this was my first large event, really large event, where I was uh, selling book one, omnibus one, and omnibus two. So over the weekend, I grossed $980. Uh, I sold uh, 13 copies of Bringing Home the Rain, 18 copies of The Demons That Haunt Him Omnibus, and five copies of The Burning Wisdom Omnibus, which I was intriguing to see. Um, I, this was my first event where I actually had Omnibus 2 for sale, um, and I just wasn't sure how it was going to do. I'll be honest with you, I thought, it, in my head, if I sold 18 of Omnibus 1, I w my thought would be that I would sell at least 9 of Burning Wisdom. But I didn't, so I don't know if this is a fluke or if that's gonna, you know, if what my my thought process is is gonna hold true in the future. I don't know because the thing is, I offer a bundle. If you get both of them, it's cheaper uh, to get. You can get all six books for sixty bucks, which makes it ten dollars a book as opposed to thirty five dollars for book one. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it shakes out. That'll be interesting. Anyway, um, I had to pay twelve percent to Side Street Book Market which um, that amount is going to go up, um, as it should. Uh, um, I told Ben he could increase that percentage. Uh, so anyway, so I, I netted 863 um, because, uh, you know, 980 minus 12%, 863. Sold 36 books. Um, so, yeah. So what worked, um, I did signings at the booth, and that really helped. Um, I know at least on day one, I sold as many while I was doing signings as were sold the rest of the day. And like I was only there for two hours doing signings because frankly, no one sells my books as good as me except for the lady wife because she's just amazing. Um, she's me without the shame, basically. So <laughs> she, will, she will sell them so much better. Not to say she does shameful things, just like, I don't know, she just sells my books so, so well. 
Um, anyway, so being there really worked. Um, I was kind of a puller is what we were calling it in that like we always had tried to have three authors there doing signings and not every author is comfortable like trying to pull people out of the crowd to come over but i am especially in this kind of setting so i was kind of a puller um and so i would pull them over you know be like hey what what do you like to read you know i'd hit them with like as they're walking like hey do you like to read and if they said yes I'm like, oh why don't you come over here and tell me what you like to read you can either browse or if you tell me what you like, I can point you specifically to an author. So like if they were like, I like high fantasy, I'd be like, oh, go check out Richard Fierce. If they liked comedic fantasy, I'd be like, go check out Sarah J. Sover. That kind of stuff. That was really effective doing those signings. Um, the other thing that really helped me was doing panels. Um, I've always known that doing panels helped. This was the, the instance where it really helped. Um, I can, tr of, of the, of the sales I had that weren't attributed directly to my signings, I, I would not be surprised if half of those came from panels. Um, yeah. What I need to do different, I do need to do some things different. I need to make little pitch signs to stick on my display copies to kind of like sell my book to browsers. You know, just like quick, like Red Deck Wizard Books, you know, just on a little sign that, I don't know. Um, I want to try and start taking some books with me to panels so I can have them to sell. Cause I had a few people ask and I was like, Oh, well you just go to the vendor hall. Um, uh, I want to do some signings later today. I did all mine at the very start of the day. So those are not necessarily the best selling hours. I'd like to try doing like maybe a noon to two kind of signing. Um, also didn't do a signing on Monday. Um, but I would like to consider trying to do that, but it's going to be hard cause I'm always trying to get home on Monday. Um, and so I, and I definitely want to have a variety of books to sell. Like right now, all my books are urban fantasy. They're all Red Deck Wizard books. So um, I want to have a variety so I can, you know, sell. And this, this goes to everything. Like basically everything I'm saying here applies to all events. Um, that, so, hey, you know, oh, you don't like urban fantasy? Well, I also have horror. Oh, you don't like horror? Well, I also have steampunk, you know? So that's... My goal right now for DragonCon is to have at least six books, um, which I've got one, you know, coming out soon. Uh, will be out by Multiverse is the plan, but that'll mean I need to get two more out uh, by uh, Dragon. So, which is not impossible. Um, I've got, I mean, hell, if I just got the stuff in the war chest, I can do that. Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, so yeah, so that was selling. Um, my on the panel side of things i did six panels like i said um the first one like the, this blew me away um nancy knight very very kindly put me on a panel with uh john harkness who y'all have heard me talk about before but besides being a, a well-regarded author is also the head of falstaff books or falstaff publishing um but and then steve saffle who is a big name editor you know he's edited for marvel and dc and just a ton of novels uh, a bunch of novels that you've probably read um and then like my good buddy berta was the moderator she she got uh, ambushed into moderating that she didn't know she was the the, <laughs> the moderator till till she got there but um the the really big name on the panel was sherilyn kenyon who i sat next to and she she sold 70 million copies of her books like it's 
Like, wow. And, like, she didn't big boy me. She didn't act like she was too good for this panel. I've seen her before on panels. I did I did not expect her to do that because I was just seeing her elsewhere. But, like, she was very nice to me. Like, just treated me like I was just another writer, you know? Like, just one of the team. Um, also got to shit talk uh, Tennessee football. So that was cool. Um, all right. So then I did, uh, I did three panels for the digital media track. I did podcasting for authors where I was the moderator. Um, I had a great time. Uh, I got to panel with Tyra Burton and Tony Serakia. I think I mispronounced that, but, um, you would think I wouldn't since I've been around him a ton, but I've, I've paneled with Tyra before and Tony, um, I've seen him on panels and he was supposed to be on some panels of mine at, uh, Conjuration last year, but he had a last minute emergency. So it was cool to finally get to panel with him. He's really good. I was also on there with Scott Sigler, Kent, Clint Hall, and Allison Richards, um, Clint and Scott, you may know from the podcasting world. Allison Richards, uh, she's kind of like the workshop coordinator for Dragon Con for the writing writing side. So I've known, I, I wouldn't say I know her, but I've been in workshops that she has coordinated for years. Like early on at Dragon Con, I went to a ton of those. Uh, the ones done by Michael Stackpole. Um, and she's always in there. Anyway, um, AI and ChatGPT impact on content creators was the next one I did. Oh my God, Discord is just going to keep dinging. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, <laughs> it's been quiet all morning and the moment I sit down to record podcasts, it's like, oh, let's all fucking comment. Um, and I, I don't know Discord well enough to know like how to just mute everything at once. Like, And I don't want to go in and have to mute every one of my fucking channels because most of them don't need muting. But sure enough, the one I didn't mute is the one that keeps dinging. Anyway, that's rant over. Um, so uh, that was really cool. Tyra Burton was the moderator on that. Um, it was a difficult topic. We had a bunch of really cool opinions on this, like people coming at it from different ways. Uh, I was on there with Bobby Blackwolf, which he's kind of a legend in the the digital media track world and, and the podcasting world. Um so yeah, that went really well. My only complaint with that is uh, we only had time for like two questions and we could literally have answered questions all night. Um, it was great. Anyway, uh, then I did postcards from the expedition, which is a live play. It was my first ever live play. I didn't really know the game. Uh, it was great. Uh, I really had a blast with it. Um, you should go look it up. The game is called Postcards from the Expedition, but the premise is we each of the four of us play a different role of these adventurers. I was the student. Um, the guy running it was the uh, archaeologist, and we we took suggestions from the crowd on what what our expedition was, and it was to find the last blockbuster video outside Perth, Australia. Um, so uh, I failed every one of my potential roles, so y'all will not be shocked, but I had fun, and that'll actually be um, all these digital media ones will be on YouTube, and once they're uploaded, the podcasting for authors one as of this recording is already up. Um, but I, uh, uh, once all three are up on YouTube, I will embed them on my website for, for folks to watch. Um, and then on Sunday I did two panels for the tabletop track. It was kind of cool. You know, Friday was the writing track. Um, uh, and then Friday into Saturday was digital media track. And then Sunday was tabletop track. I don't know. It's just kind of neat how they all like lined up like that. Anyway. The first one was called Quick and Small RPGs. Basically, it's me and two other folks talking about like one-sheet RPGs and like stuff like Morkborg, and I just had a blast. I've been wanting to do a panel on this for a long time, and they were very gracious to let me do it. 
And then they also threw me on the small, tiny, and encapsulated board games. Um, uh, there's a blog post on my website that you should go check out. It's, called, it's the Cat Magic of Dragon Con, really kind of touching story that came out of that. Um, but yeah, uh, I had fun talking about small board games, which is kind of my bread and butter. Um, I just I just love love them so much. Um, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think what else I got into at. Okay, so um, here are assorted highlights. All these are blog posts on my on my blog. If you like, oh, I'd rather not listen to Bob prattle. I'd rather just go read his shit. You can. Um, huge highlight, Kenneth Height, who is a big name in the game design space, uh, like RPG tabletop game design space. He was walking by my booth, and while I was doing a signing, and without like unprompted i didn't like flag him down i was like oh hey kenneth come over here please talk to me like he just walked by. he's like hey those are really great covers so i basically just died just melted into the floor that was cool uh matt Deniman, author of dungeon crawler crawl dungeon crawler carl which i had just binged all six books uh in like the weeks leading up to dragon con first off he checked in at the westin at the same time i did didn't know who he was at that point. I just thought, man, that guy looks so much like my friend uh, Derek. Uh, uh, not the Derek who does podcasting with me, but a different Derek. It's like, God, it looks so much like him. I really thought that that Derek had flown from the Pacific Northwest to like surprise me, and then like heard him talk. Is like, okay, that's not that's not Derek. Oh, um, but. Uh, I did get to, I saw him in the bar later, like a couple days later, and it got pointed out to me, oh, that's Matt Deniman. So I went over there and kind of gushed to him about his his books. And then like the next day, uh, he was talking with Hartness, and I happened to walk by, and I was just going to say hi to Hartness, and Hartness was like, oh, hey, uh, this is uh, Matt Deniman. You know, I'd like to introduce you. I was like, oh, no, I've, I've already met. I gushed all over him yesterday in the bar, which was awkward. Um, anyway, so... Uh, Sherry Priest and Patricia Briggs, who are, if you don't know who they are, they're just really big authors. Um, they came by and spoke to people who were sitting with me. Like, they didn't come speak to me, um, to be very clear. Um, and I kept my mouth shut. Uh, but it was very surreal to be sitting at a table with other authors that are, like, cool with Sherry Priest and Patricia Briggs, you know, that they would, like, stop by and talk. Um, Steve Saffel, who I mentioned on the uh, the mythology panel on the writing track, um, he hung out with at the table I was at, and we talked about Mothman, which is really cool. Um, I also got to spend some time talking with a, a bunch of folks that like I've either been around a little bit, um, but haven't really got to hang out with, or have like kind of like seen from afar and not really got to hang out with. But like so, Patrick Duggan, Darren Kennedy, Sarah Madsen, and her husband Tim, who is fantastic, Tim Hart. Um, we 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 got we we gushed gush is clearly the word for this episode um we we me and tim at the fantasy gather talked at length about metal concerts it was had a blast doing it anyway um but chris a jackson who i paneled with at con carolina's got to hang out with him um joel joel uh i'm not sure how you say her last name she writes under jd black rose um got to actually hang out with her and then david b co who um it was just like my first moment of like, oh, I think I'm a little farther along on this than I thought I was is when he popped up on people you may know. And like me and David B. Co. had like 18 friends in common. I was like, 
what? He's like a really big name, and I know people who know him. I don't know. That was just kind of a, a wild moment for me. Anyway, so that was cool. Um, there were a ton of great Mothman cosplays, which led me. I'm starting to make a Mothman vest. Uh, when if I can get enough patches together, I'm going to do that. Um, I, it was really cool. There were there were people actually like kind of asked me for advice, and I was able to give it. Um, that was cool. Um, I got to talk with, uh, chat with Mike Maydak, who is an author that, or not author, an artist that I really, really love. Um, and we've kind of talked online a little bit and we, we talked, uh, uh, he was in the artist alley, not artist alley, the, the comic pop art and comic hall, which was a floor up from our booth. And so I went and talked to him, you know, talked about vendor life, things like that. Um, and like really cool. I had a ton of folks, not a ton. I had several people tell me that they really like all my transparency statistics posts. Um, you know, I don't get a lot of engagement on them when I share them around, but people are reading them. So that's cool. Um, it was just one of those, you know, no one ever said anything about it, um, to me that often, but like folks like, no, I I read those every time. And it's just really interesting to see. It's like, thanks for doing that. I was like, cool. That that's awesome. Um, and then I, I think the last thing I want to talk about, like, so th- that was all the good stuff. I'd say the bad stuff, there was one, there, there were no like bad things happened to me, but this was, I really struggled with balance at this one. So Dragon Con has always been my favorite weekend of the year. Cause it's me and my closest friends. We go and just nerd out for, you know, a weekend and we always go and do like a lot of times we go and do our own things, but then we always try and hit some panels together. We always go people watching together. You know, we drink a little, I don't know. We just do it as a group and we have a ton of fun with it. And this is my first year, like I said, as an attending foe. And so like every day I started my day with two hours in the vendor hall. Um, and I normally stayed a little late to help out around there. Like, even though I wasn't signing anymore, I would stay to help kind of pull people into the booth um, and then, you know, normally I was then going off to a panel and I'd have a couple panels, you know, and, you know, travel, walk into the panels, you know, hanging around after to talk to folks like, and then going back to the Weston bar where all the authors hang out and like kind of talking, talking shop, hanging out with them. I, 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 I really struggled with balance of being an attending foe while also hanging out with my friends and, I didn't do a good job. I'll, I'll admit, I didn't do a good job with that. And uh, I, I want to do a better job next year while at the same time doing more on the writing side, you know? So I, I don't know. It may be an impossible task. Um, I it was like one of those, I've hit the point where growing my career is affecting the amount of fun I can have at Dragon Con. Now, to be clear, I, have a blast doing signings panels all like this is all stuff i really really love to do so it's still fun but it's it's a different kind of fun it's not fun with my friends sitting around people watching um the one night i was going to actually go out with them and do people watching i had something come up kind of like last minute and i was tied up with some of the authors like it just it it didn't work out like i wanted it to um so that's something i'm really i've really got to work on um i want to do better about that and i just don't know how um 
We'll see. You know, because it, it's it's a struggle because this is one of the few times, like the Weston Bar, getting to hang out with these, all these authors. I don't live near any of these people. Most of these people live near other authors like that, so they can hang out with them. But this is like my one chance of the year to hang out with a lot of these people and to make these connections and do this networking. But it's also my one chance of the year to go really nerd out with my friends. So I don't know. It's a struggle, and I don't feel good about it. Um, I'll just be frank. Uh, I did a poor job with it, um, and I want to do better. I want to be there for my friends more. So um, I don't know. We'll see how it checks out next year. Uh, I'm not not quite sure what I'm going to do, but something's got to give. <laughs> so... I'm sorry to end on that kind of downer note. Um, Roll Tide? Fuck Tennessee? Is that better? (laughs) I don't know. Like uh, like I said, this was an amazing experience. It was my first time doing Dragon Con as a career, I guess you could say, like as as a career step, you know? I don't know. It was just a a wild experience, and I loved it. Um, There were so many positives. One negative, but um, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it shakes out. I'll ke- y'all know me. I'll keep y'all in the loop. So, all right. Um, like I said, most of the stuff you can read on blog posts if you want to read or like look at more precise breakdowns. Yada yada. Not everything that's in the blog post went to this. So, yeah. Anyway, until um, next time, y'all be good, y'all. This podcast is part of the Tales by Bob Network. To see all our great shows, go to talesbybob.com.